Hey, a bunch of beautiful people. Hello. Well, hello what's up? What's hello, up? Hello. What's up? It's Tuesday. Let's just applaud Tuesday. Yes. Hello, Tuesday. Hello, Tuesday. For, for no real reason, <laughs> just because it's Tuesday. Nice. Hey? Lekka, you guys ready for a show today? Absolutely. Yes. Well, Felicity. Ooh. What now? We're going to upgrade your skill set today. Uh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, your your self-defense is is um, a, a, a black label bottleneck. That's right. Slicing the jugular. That's correct. Or the femoral artery, whichever one comes first. <laughs> All right. Yeah? Okay. We've got uh, Mark Krobler from Whip in. Remember Demi? Demi yes. Lee? Miss South Africa? Yeah, yeah. And she got out of the hijack situation. Yes. And she said the one guy she needs to thank for this whole thing is Mark Krobler. He saved her life. Oh, wow. Yeah. From what he taught all the Miss South Africa girls. I see. That man is in studio today. And I thought, I want all this knowledge to be imparted on every single lady listening here. Yeah. It'll be um, surface level, I guess. But I think at some point, you guys all need to go on the course. Sounds good to me. Mm. Sounds very good And to you me. listening today as yeah. well. It's fascinating stuff. Okay. And the proof is there. Yeah. Demi Lee saved her. Hmm? Yeah. All right, ladies. So, uh, going to be a few heavy discussions today, but very informative, very enlightening. Okay, we're going to do that in just a moment. Should we crack on? Yeah. Yes. It's just after four o'clock. It's Kung's cooking on three burners. This is called This Girl. Okay, ladies, attention. Attention. Talking to every single lady in Gauteng today. I wish we could talk to every lady in the world today. It's sad that, um, you know, just the rise in violence against women mm-hmm. seems to be on a major increase, which is, which is very, very sad. So what do you do? You've got to protect yourself. So please, let's welcome into the studio, Mark Krubla from Whip. How's it, Mark? Mark is also a boy from Queensborough. The borough. The borough. Now, let me tell you about the Queensborough. Uh-huh. Um, Mark is born like this. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have to go for any training. He is a sixth Dan, but he came out sixth Dan in the womb. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when, the mom, when his mom thought he was kicking, no, he was doing... He's <laughs> <laughs> practicing in the womb already. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the Pantan guys are not that far behind. <laughs> <laughs> we were scared to play you guys at soccer because we all believed that you guys carried knives in your underpants. That we did, eh? <laughs> oh, you did. <laughs> tell you some knife stories about the school days. Yeah. If, if I can equate it to Joburg um, and Brad, this is where I have to hit it your home here. Queensborough oh. has the same rep as the Vale. <laughs> A n- nice place to grow up. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely place. Beautiful place. <laughs> On a Sunday afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Mark. So, um, Mark has been uh, in the news recently for, for f- great reasons. Demi Lee Nalpetis, Miss South Africa, was uh, unfortunately in a hijacking last week. Mm-hmm. And um, when we interviewed her the day after, she kept going on about this guy Mark Robler and this 
course that she did, which was called Whip, and how it saved her life. So that is what Mark does, Whip. W-I-P, Woman Empowered. Mm, yes. um, Jacob, by the way, also went on to a course which was called Wimp. <laughs> because okay. he's the scaredest oak in the world. <laughs> he tapped out the soonest with the rear naked choke. Now, realistically, the rear naked choke, a lady's not going to be able to apply that in a hostile situation. So, Mark, let's just go back to the beginning here and talk about what it is that you do. Um, so, Whip really started, I always, always say Whip really started um, when a friend of mine decided to get up and live instead of uh, lie down and die. I'm sure you all know I'm talking about, her name is Alison. She was abducted outside her home in Port Elizabeth. She had the book. Yeah, well, I read yes. that book. I have life. I always say, when I'm doing my courses, I believe that every woman in this country should read that book. And for one major reason is that it made me realize that this stuff doesn't happen to other people. Yeah. Mm. You know, we're so wrapped up in our own lives and we've got security and we've got this and we've got that and we think, you know, I'm, okay, I'm fine, Joe, it's never going to happen to me. But you know what? It happened to her. It happened to a friend of mine. Mm. So Alison and I met in London uh, 25 odd years ago, became good mates, lost contact, came back to South Africa and I read about what happened to her in the U magazine. Um, she was in Joburg doing a talk and we reconnected, got together and spoke at length about exactly what happened, what she did do and didn't do. Has anybody here seen or read the book or yes. I've read the book yeah. Yeah. And, and I also was, watched the play actually yeah. that they, oh, that's they right on. she had a play on about yeah. two years ago yeah. uh, and mm. a movie that was on um, it was on box office for a little bit called as also Alison the movie yeah. um, so yeah, as I said the book really brought home well, what happened to Alison really sort of brought home some, some simple truths for me so we lost contact she was in Johannesburg um, doing a talk and we reconnected and uh, about that time, I was due to grade for my fifth den. As you said earlier, I've got a sixth den. I've been doing karate since I was nine years old. So you can mm. do the maths yourself. Man's got <laughs> mad skills. <laughs> this man will take out Liam Neeson. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we, uh, we spoke at length about, about what, uh, what happened to her. And I realized then that she'd really made some, I don't want to use the, the term stupid mistakes, but she made some mistakes that pretty much everybody would have made because she just didn't know any better. Mm. So I wrote my thesis, sent her a copy, and she phoned me back uh, after that in tears and said, Mark, if I'd done what you said I should have done, what happened to me would never have happened. Sure. So that's when I realized that I had something, that whip was something really unique. At the time when I wrote my thesis, I called it Girl Power. It's, I think it was the 80s. You know, Spice, Spice Girls. Girls. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. <laughs> and then um, uh, a couple of um, female friends of mine said to me, no, so you need to change that name. That women don't like being called girls. And so mm. we rebranded it a couple of years after that and called it Whip Women Empowered. And then when I started that, everyone said to me, no, but you spelt it wrong. <laughs> uh, empowerment spelled with an E. Yeah. It's Queensborough High yeah. School, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had to say to me, well, you know, it's not that type of empowerment it's about an inner strength yeah and what i say to the girls on the on my courses the society said you're a woman there's certain things you can't do mm. and bullshit yeah you yeah. can you know you can do whatever you want to do if you take the time and the effort to find out how so in essence society says you can't do certain stuff so your power's been taken away yeah so my whole idea is through the whip program or through the whip course you can actually take your power back mm. um you know and pretty much realize that you can do anything you put your mind to now demi um just to touch on this she she mentioned something and, and i knew it was something that she'd been taught 
is it never get never go to the second never go place to the second location place, yeah. okay yeah, yeah. can so you I've, just yeah i've got what i call the rules the five do's and the five don'ts so we can chat to those a little bit but the the do's i think the don'ts are probably more important the first one to me is and i say it with my courses don't ever 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 mm. go to the second place um and then i say to people when you go to the second place do things get better we know that they don't get mm. better mm. but people often go along saying well, if i go to the second place maybe i meet an off duty policeman on the mm. way or maybe he decides he doesn't want to rape me he just wants to buy me dinner nonsense yeah. things mm. get worse at the second place mm. and not a little bit worse a lot worse yeah. statistically mm. when you fight put up resistance whatever you want to call it at the first place your chances of survival are around about 93% sure 93% sure. when you go to the second place they are less than 35. Mm. See, that stat mm. alone is what it says Debbie it all. realized she was, not, she was not a damn getting back in that car. When you go to Alison's story, if Alison had known just this rule, just this one rule, don't go to the second place, and outside her home where they abducted her, she said to them, listen, bugger if I'm not getting in that car. Mm. There's no way they were going to slit her throat on the pavement. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But she didn't know that. When you read her book, she says in her book, the guy says to her, I chose... She, the guy says, sorry, uh, don't worry, I just want to use your car for an hour. And then she says in her book, I chose to believe him. Yeah. Ex not accepting the reality or not seeing the potential danger. So we often just go, go with the flow. And I, pretty much all the women I've ever spoken to when I start the course, of, I, uh, I put a, I sort of make like I've got a gun with my hand and say, listen, if I put a gun against your head and say, you're coming with me, they all say yes, because you're going to shoot me if I don't. Mm. But the reality is if I'm prepared to shoot you at the first place and I might, you have to believe that at the second place I'm going to. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of yeah. people don't think like it. They think because mm -hmm. we're not wired to think that way. We're wired to, to always think. How can I always think the bet? So we think, well, if I go with him, he's gonna, he's not going to hurt me. He's gonna, no. If you go with him, the chance of you getting hurt are huge. Yeah. Huge, huge. Um, so, yeah. So how do you not go to the second place? Well, and you need to fight at the first place. I use the word fight, but you need to do whatever you need to do to not go to the second place. Mm. Um, whatever whatever that is. You know, like Demi Demi got out of the car. He tried to force her in the car with the, with the guns to get in the car and she said no. Mm. If she'd got in that car, I don't believe we'd have a Miss South Africa today. Yeah. Because they weren't there for her car. Yeah, exactly. They were not there for her car. Mm. They were her, there for her. So, and you know, knowing what to do in that situation, but also just knowing not to go to the second place um, is also a huge deterrent. It's empowering though. It, it's a hell of an empowering. Because now you've kind of got... I've got a game plan. There we go. So this is what this is the checklist. This is what I do, and I know under no circumstances do I go to the second place. I think the biggest issue, and I know this being a woman, is that we as women are taught to back down and be nice yes. with men. Nonsense. So yeah. don't confront him because you might rile him up. So mm. rather go to the second place because you might be able to calm him down. Or don't talk him, him out of it. Or yeah. talk him up. Don't get him even more. So just be nice. Just. Be a good girl. Mm. I'm glad you raised that because there's so much of this has got to do with the way I believe we brought up. Um, and it goes back to, um, and I often say this when I start the course as well, every guy thinks that he can when you come to self-defense. Every oak thinks that he can. Yeah, I'm a Navy and, SEAL, yeah. Mark. You know that. Yeah, exactly. right? You know, I talk about it all the time. I mean, uh, every my body is a weapon. <laughs> and, every, <laughs> and every woman <laughs> thinks that she can't. Yeah. And they're true. both wrong. Mm. They're both wrong. Mm. It's like, guys, you, you're not built. We're not born with this fighting skill because we're men. Mm. You either acquire that skill or you get taught that. You don't just get it. 
Yeah. So similarly, yeah. and as, as you mentioned, um, sort of it's fine for boys to go and, learn, go and sort of learn how to fight, and that's what they're doing. The whole society thinks is, listen, girls need to sit there and be pretty and yes. don't fight. And that's, I think that's where a lot of it, a lot of it starts. Yeah. A lot of women think, well, I can't. Yeah. And you know what? You can. I want to uh, take some calls. Ladies, if you want to weigh in, uh, if you've got some stories to tell, it is, it is heavy, but uh, it's necessary. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, this is about your survival. When uh, this this cuck is on the rise in South Africa, I want to talk when we come back with Mark about uh, he was telling me about the three stages with fight, flight, or freeze. Yeah. We're going to get into that. Uh, we'll take an ad break, take a song. We'll come back with Mark Robler. Oh seven nine nine zero three five four one seven. If you want to weigh in on a WhatsApp, or if you want to have a chat to Mark, um, perhaps tell him a story that uh, you've been through, or anything. Uh, 32947 text us we will call you back we're speaking to uh, we're having a very very important discussion today we're speaking to Mark Krobler the founder of WIP and this is Women Empowered if you've just tuned in when if you might have heard us speak to Demi Lee Miss South Africa last week and she got out of that hijack situation and it could have ended terribly because yeah. they wanted her to get back in the car and go with them and uh, she said she's not going to the second place where did she learn that from this man right here mark robler so um mark just uh, uh jackie how's it jackie want to have a chat with mark how's it guys um i actually attended mark's course uh, about november last year how's it jackie i work for sun international i actually set up the wellness program and um, before we rolled this out to Miss South Africa, we actually offered some of female employees the opportunity to go on the course. And um, it's the most amazing skill I have ever been taught in my life. Wow, thank you. Uh, I promote what Mark does as much as I possibly can. I tell everybody I know about it because I honestly walked out of the Maslow Hotel that day feeling like I had a choice and I wasn't sure. going to be a victim. Um, you know, I'm a mom, I've got a, a young girl, I felt like I could teach her something. Um, I'm a runner and there were a lot of stories at the time about runners being um, held up on the side of the road and stuff. And I actually, I, I didn't feel like a victim anymore and it, it was absolutely amazing. And I honestly, honestly would recommend every woman in South Africa to go on the course. It's just, it's life-changing. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what we hear about this course all the time. So we're going to give you details where you can have this course later on. Um, We'd like to offer you ladies some uh, courses as well. Um, But Mark, before we take any more calls... Um, just to go back to those five options that you were talking three. about. Th- th- the three options. Yeah. Okay, so in this situation, what do we need to be aware of? What do ladies need to be aware okay, of? Okay, so there are only, and I say this, there are only three reactions, human reactions to trauma or stress of any sort. And they are fight, flight, or freeze. They honor others. So in any situation, you either... And what I say in the course, you either leave. So the first option is, which I, which I, I put a lot of stress in, and that uh, I suppose that speaks to the whole second place thing. But when something feels wrong, ladies, it is wrong. 
Mm. You don't need to know what it is. You don't need to quantify it. You don't need to have to write it down. You just leave. If something feels wrong, leave. And I was talking to a bunch of schoolgirls the other morning and the one girl said to me, so, you know, so if I, well, Mark, if I walk into class on a, on a Monday morning and I haven't done my maths and something feels wrong, <laughs> can I leave? I said, <laughs> no, it's not like that. But, you know, if but something... Can, can I just yeah. also jump in there? Ladies, you have fantastic intuition. Yes. Yes. You've got a Darren. sixth sense, something that us guys don't have. We walk around this world going, oh, da, 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 da. you know, you ladies have it. My wife knows when something's wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm she can tell that, everything. Yeah. I mean, you one know, of the, one use of the, it. You spoke to the five rules. Now, the first one is don't go to the second place. Yeah. The third, the third don't, or the sorry, the, the five don'ts. The third don't is do not underestimate. Sorry, do not ignore your sixth sense. Mm. Mm. But often, and we were chatting off air, women are programmed to be polite, to be subservient. Mm, I mean, discount so, how you feel. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, it's not expected for them to to be uh, to go against the grain, so to speak. Mm. When something feels wrong, it is wrong, leave. And leave straight away. Leave mm. straight away. Don't, I don't care where you are. Just leave. You can make an excuse and leave. Often, you can get out of the situation. And, and this is what you mean. This is not necessarily in a hijack situation where yeah. your choices are different then. Yeah. But this is like you can be at a bar. Here yes. we go. And you can yes. be feeling very uncomfortable. Yeah. And there's a guy like yeah. a predator. Then you go, that's what he's saying. Leave. Yeah. Yeah. But often we say, I don't want to cause a scene. I don't want to embarrass myself. I don't want... Yeah. I can tell you so many stories of girls that have been raped that I've spoken to and almost to a T, all of them said there was something wrong in the beginning. Mm-hmm. They knew that something was out of place and they chose to ignore it. Yeah. So leave, 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 leave. Always leave if you can leave. But if you can't leave, another, for whatever reason, I don't want to get into it, but if you can't leave, there's only two things left you can do. Either do nothing or you fight. Now I want to take the word fight out because fighting is an art. Fight is I hit you, you hit me. I've been training karate for 41 years. I can fight. I can't teach you to fight in four hours, which is how long my course is. Mm. But I can teach you to immobilize someone. So I mm. take the word fight out and I put immobilize. Because if you can immobilize someone, in other words, switch them off, you, mm. have, a, you have an option, you have a choice. Mm. You have Absolutely. A choice. Yeah. You, know, you, could cho- you could choose to do nothing like Alison did. Now, Alison's scenario is, Alison didn't know the rules. Mm. So she, when you read her book, she said she allowed them to rape her. When she realized what was happening, and she only realized what was happening on the way to the third place, she made a decision. She said, they're going to rape me. Why she didn't feel, she didn't, she didn't say that in the beginning when the guy forced her into the car with a knife because she said, I thought he wanted to use my car. You see, as human beings, we're not programmed to deal with stuff like this. So mm. we always, you can't second guess yourself when you're in a life of this situation. So she chose on the way to the third place that she would allow them to rape her. That decision, when you read her book, was a decision that haunted her. She said to me, Mark, why? Why? I said, well, you know what, Ali, you didn't have a choice because you mm. didn't know the options. Mm. Mm. The, the truth is you've only got three options, fight, flight, or freeze. If you do, and a big thing for me, and I, I checked with Darren or Fair if I was allowed to use this word or not, mm. but mm. when you, you take fight and you put in a mobilizer, whatever you do to a man that's bigger and stronger than you that doesn't switch him off, pisses him off. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so pull his nose, tweak his ear, throw him over your hip, all this nonsense all you're going to do is you're going to infuriate him. Mm-hmm. When you infuriate me and I'm bigger and stronger than you, you are going to get hurt and you're going to get hurt quickly and more than you ever were going to. So whatever you do has to immobilize him. Otherwise, it's going to infuriate him. Mm-hmm. And that is the one technique you teach, the yep. throat punch. That's it. I think we need to. We just need to put like a WWF, don't try this at home. <laughs> 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 I say to the ladies doing my courses, please don't go home. 
to that person, I usually use the word muhu, but that muhu you share your life with and say to him, um, look what I know, love, because he's going to say, uh -huh, because every oak thinks he knows. Yeah. And then we're going to get like a whole flood of uh, oaks with <laughs> damaged esophagus is rock rocking up at, at Santon Clinic. I know a good ENT. Yeah. If work is a bit slim, Dr. Hock, we can send the oaks your way. There Don't we go. you worry. All right. Um, here's a, a question that's coming through a lot. Alzette, you're on. Yes, um, my question is, or a paralyzing fear that I've always had, what, if I'm in such a situation, what with my child? Um, she's only four years old and they can't defend themselves. So I can go apeshit, sorry for the word, um, on, um, on that person if I'm alone, but my biggest paralyzing fear is my child with me. Hi, Alzit, uh, Mark here. Uh, it's, you know, it's, a, it's a question that comes up very often, and I'd like to say there's, I have an answer for you, but the reality is there is no real, you know, in a hijack situation, clearly you never want, to, you're never going to leave your child behind, you know, if, but uh, we, we were just chatting off air again. I mean, in, from the, the sort of in-car scenario, if when you realize, and I, and I say realize because Demi also realized quite early and she made a decision, when you realize that this is going to happen, you need to have a plan on how to get you and that child out of the car. Uh, you know, if you've got two children, you need to have a you need to have a slightly different plan. Uh, obviously, if you you know if you're alone with uh, with somebody and you you know it's a life or death situation. Again, we're speaking about if and the whole one of the big things I speak about in my course is when you do this, you don't do this for any other reason except if you think you might get raped and think is enough. If you think you might get raped or you think your life's in danger. Make Those are the decision. only two. Mm. And again, you know, I'd like to say there's a, there's a sort of one-size-fits-all uh, silver bullet that is going to answer. The reality is there is none. Um, but clearly, you're, you're, I think if I can offer you any advice is you need to have a plan, a plan of, of uh, you know, if you were in a hijack situation with your children, how would you get them out of the car? Obviously, things like... Um, you know, don't make any, don't make any sudden movements, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But you need to have a plan. I'm, I'm not a, a hijack specialist per se, but I think the rules are really, really s the same around going to the second place because the statistics really speak for themselves in that, in that case. So um, I'm, I'm not sure if I've asked, answered your question 100%. But you know, there is a big grey area there. But clearly, the the plan is to have a plan of some sort. How do you get out of the car? Uh, and if you do this, you've decided. If you don't do this, you're going to die anyway. So you've got to. You've got to go, uh, you know, mm. excuse the pun, uh, balls to the wall. And, you know, yeah. as there's, uh, from what I've heard, is if you are in a hijack situation, you want a professional hijacking you. Mm. Yeah. Because these first-time guys are so nervous and trigger-happy. Yep. A guy that's done this time and time again, clearly in control of the situation, he's probably the calmest head in the room right then. Yep. And that's what you need. Yep. But again, you know, in the situations that you never quite know what's... You don't know. You know Every situation said, is different, yeah. As we, I said to you earlier, Darren, I don't, I don't believe that uh, Demi's attackers who actually wanted her car. Yeah. No, absolutely. And when you talk about a plan, just to, to get back to LZ there, um, would you say if you had to sit with your kids and go, okay, if in the event of, this is what we're going to do. Yep. If there's a code word, if they are old enough to um, open the doors themselves... You open the door. I say, Jack Rabbit. You open the door. You out. Or not even. I mean, I, my understanding is with from a hijack situation is they don't get out their own doors. 
Uh, as I said, I'm not a hijack specialist, but uh, from uh, the guys I have spoken to, uh, clearly I think a code word is a great idea. So they know when they hear this, you need to drum it into them that um, that this is now serious. Mm. Um, there's no mucking about. You you should have practiced it before. If they can unclip themselves, they unclip themselves. If they're sitting at the back and they come through between the seats to you and you get out one door and you just walk away. Mm. Again, is it a guarantee? Of course not. Now, what if, now I've just thought about this on the fly. And again, I have no uh, training in this. But if, for instance, you are a lady, you've got your baby strapped in in the back seat. And you think now, okay, I'm going to get out the car. They might use the baby to say, you get back in the car you're not getting your baby, so get back in the car. I wouldn't get out without without uh, I would, a method whereby you reach over the seats, you unclip them, they come through and you get out. Again, is it guaranteed? No. They could jump into your driver's seat but and... The, exactly. The moment you're out you the car and your kid's in the car, that's straight away a problem for me. You want to stay in, make sure you all go out together. But I'm thinking, what if you had to totally immobilize your car? So you see what's going to go down. You switch your car off, you take the key out you throw your key out the window your car can't go anywhere yeah. aren't you gonna that's gonna buy angry, you time though? it could yeah i hear what you're saying you know there's a very good chance that some of these guys um you could make them angry yeah. because now you've taken away the one thing that i want from you mm. by throwing yeah. away those car keys i would yeah. rather say listen i'm going to give you the maybe even turn the car off put the keys on the passenger i don't know uh, again it's not my speciality but you want to uh you don't want to you don't want to irritate him at all you don't want to sort of um, Agitate the situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I just want to take a, a WhatsApp message here quick. We've got loads of calls. Ladies, we're going to uh, try and get to all of you. So, Shone, Romy, Tanil, please all hold on. I drive around with a taser and pepper spray in my car. And if I were to ever be in a situation, it's like the situation Demi was in, am I being irresponsible or stupid to try and taser or pepper spray the man? It's a good question as well. The question often comes up to me is uh, weapons, uh, tasers, knives, guns, whatever. I mean, they all go. The problem with most of these things is they're never there when you need them. Mm. Number two, you haven't been trained properly on how to use them. Now, in Demi's situation, um, again, you, you can never speak to the situation. Uh, uh, now, maybe if she tasered the guy, maybe fell down, she could have ran away anyway. Um, I mean, I knew a guy that carried pepper spray in his car. He ended up pepper spraying himself. <laughs> oh, no. The nozzle was the wrong way. Exactly. I had somebody, a friend of mine the other day said, well, she finally tried to try it out. She had this thing and she, when she pushed the thing, nothing happened. It had expired like four years ago. Exactly. So we, we don't have training in these things. I'm not against weapons. I, I like the idea of when ladies are out running, running with a taser or a pepper spray because what it does is it says, I'm ready. It sort of arms you in a sense. Excuse mm. the... Um, Carrying them in the car again, it's not a bad idea, but make sure you know how to use them. Make sure they're readily available. And with often with these these things, they're often taken away and used against people. Like yeah. The same with guns. And you know, unless you're highly trained on how to use a gun, a gun's actually it's, probably it's, more of a, more dangerous than it is, uh, you know, deterrent. Yeah, I mean, how many people get shot with their own guns in this exactly. situation? Yeah. Um, Shane, you're on with Mark. Hi there. Hi guys. Hi Shane. Um, yeah, so usually, um, or often you think your attacker will be a stranger that surprises you or comes out of nowhere. Um, I was attacked by my boyfriend in 2014. Um, if, if I'd known back then the rule not to go to the second place, I would have not had to 
try and jump out of his moving car to get away from him. Um, I, we were arguing and he, he only very recently in our relationship started to become aggressive, physically aggressive towards me when we argued. Um, and I thought, okay, no, let's just go because he wants to go, but he was so drunk um, um, and very aggressively insisted on driving by the time we got to the car and with and then leaving my car behind, not even taking my car, mm-hmm. so you know the chances are more likely that I would be driving um, you know, I just thought, okay, yeah, no, just keep him calm, just give him give in, let him drive mm-hmm. um if he gets pulled over, it's just all the better um but unfortunately, that never happened, and he just kept driving and driving, became more and more aggressive, and um, he eventually <laughs> pulled over behind the Ford Fury um, on Woodmead, and it's dark, it's at night, um, and this was after I tried to jump out of the car, but he would swerve so much and then brake hard, and I couldn't sit without... Mm. Uh, my seatbelt on um, or I had to brace myself the whole time against all sides of the car while he was hitting me and um, and throwing my stuff out of the car as well so there, I, there wasn't a moment where I could where I felt in control enough where I could jump out of the car or call for help um, but I very quickly realised the mistake I've made and that especially after he he threw out my phone and smashed my phone on the pavement, that I had to do everything I absolutely can to get away and not, even though he's my boyfriend, we've been living together and he's met my parents and my friends and... I hear what you're saying. I I was out in the middle of nowhere. I didn't know Mm. where we were. I was so frightened, but I just knew I had to not stay with him because it was so dangerous. And after he smashed my phone, also his intention became quite yeah. clear. You see, yeah. you've, you've highlighted something that um, that has also come up uh, or is brought up pretty often. Is You know, the rules don't change because whether you know the person or not. Yeah. Mm. Um, when something feels wrong, it is wrong. Now, when it's your boyfriend, your husband, your father, your uncle whoever that's hurting you, abusing you, clearly it's a lot more difficult to leave. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the rules are still the same. When something feels wrong, leave. Now, when it's somebody you don't know, it's it's much easier to leave and it's much easier to do the one punch thing. But, you know, this is something that often comes up. When something feels wrong, it is wrong. And then clearly in those type of situations, um, the decision is a lot diff- more difficult to make, mm-hmm. but it's the same decision. Yeah. As you said, if you'd known this, maybe you wouldn't have gotten in the car. You know, a, a little bit left field. I was chatting to Reva um, about a week before, obviously, what happened to Reva. Mm. Um, I wanted to become a to become a, a whip ambassador. Now, I'm, I don't know what was happening in the relationship, but there's a good chance that something was out of out of tilt there. Something mm. out of mm. was out of kilter there. And you know, we you know when it's a when it's a loved one, whatever we. It's a lot more difficult to make yeah. that decision. I'm not yeah. saying that decision is easy by any means, but it is a decision. Yeah. And either you make that decision 
or you don't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, it's got to have a set of rules. Mark, we've got uh, Eugene, CEO of Master Drive. He has called in. Um, LZ, you you still there, LZ? Yes, I am. Okay, um, Eugene, yeah, CEO of Master Drive. How's it, Eugene? You've got an answer for what to do with a baby in the car when hijacked. Okay, I've only joined part of the conversation, but uh, welcome. Thank you. Um, can I just contextualize it for a moment? I will deal with that question, but it consists of a whole lot of actions, and the previous uh, person was saying about if you know something is, is wrong, you shouldn't be doing it in the first place. So part of what we would really encourage any motorist to do is to be aware of what's going on around them as they drive in. You know, if you're driving on autopilot and you're busy on the phone and listening to the radio, something like that really comes as a surprise. And it's the surprise itself, which is so shocking that in many instances, there's those are three things, fear, flight or freeze. And many people then freeze. But let's assume that um, the individual is now in the position where they've been hijacked or they're in the process of being hijacked. There's a guy standing outside the car. Um, the preparation for that situation arises beforehand as to where you place the child in in the car relative to you being able to access it. So we strongly recommend that the child in this uh, be placed in a baby seat because that's one thing that is non-negotiable. They should be strapped in behind the passenger seat. Now, as a good driver, you would have probably been driving with your doors locked. So the, nobody is going to be able to access the door, the rear doors. And it could be a two-door for that matter. The training process that we undergo, and, and this clearly is, it, it's, uh, it should be demonstrated, but if I can talk you through it, um, let's assume that the hijacker is standing outside and is telling the person to get out of the car. Um, the hands need to be displayed, and there's a very good reason why that is. Um, and when we say put your hands up, we're not saying stick them in the ceiling. They should be made visible to the perpetrator so that they can see that you're not doing anything that is of a threatening nature. Mm. With the left hand, uh, remove the seat belt, and we encourage that to slip the thumb under the seat so it guides it to the catch, releases it, and then the driver reaches back. Now, this requires a little bit of practice, all right? In order to undo the seat belt or the connection of the child, again, which takes a little bit of practice, so don't wait until there's an emergency before you do it. Get the hang of it. Did it become easy to you? The moment something feels right. wrong. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Take the child, and, and you know what? In those moments of difficulty, you've got strength probably that you don't realize. And whether it's by the arm or preferably bunch up the clothing and pull the child into your arm, where after you would open the door and exit. Yeah. Okay. You, can, you cannot rely upon the fact that you would get out of the car no. and then open the door in order for you to take the child out. Yeah. Remember, the hijacker is, and let's assume that 90% of the time they want the car. They want to get in and get away as quickly as possible. So if you think you're going to get out, open the door and extract your child, uh, it's going That's to not going to really, happen, you're right. Yeah. Really difficult. Mm, so yeah. prep for it. And, you know, people say, yeah, but I don't want to frighten my child. Who is frightened by a fire draw? Nobody. They learn what the things are to do, and they do that on a regular basis. Can I take it a step further? Mm, you know, please if do. There were, if, if there were another child in the back, an older child, 
you know, that would probably be be able to be seated behind the driver. Teach that child from an early age, should you give them an indication, and it could be to use a magic word or something like that, that they exit the vehicle through the front section following the parent so that that child is right next to the mother or the father as they exit the vehicle. You practice this a couple of times until it becomes second nature, and heaven forbid that there should be a hijacking, you're not going to be caught unawares as to what to do. You won't then think, hey, what did Eugene say on the radio, you know? Mm. Uh, You will have made it part of your routine, everything, so that in the event of an emergency, you do it. And here's another good thing if I can share with you. In our training programs, we say, don't keep this information to yourself. Share it with others. So when they've got friends around, there's a baby shower or something, why not show them what they do uh, in order to prevent a possible catastrophe? That way you familiarize and you sensitize other people to the situation that they could use to prevent them being another nasty statistic. Eugene, uh, very, good news, very concise, Eugene. Can I share some bit of good news? Yeah, please. It's less likely that a, a vehicle is going to be hijacked with a child in the car because the hijacker doesn't want the added challenge of a child. But let's prepare for it. Mm. You know, 90% preparation, and we wish that there will be a good outcome for it. If yeah. anybody needs information, they're more than welcome to contact me. All right, and I'll happily share it with them. Fantastic. Eugene from Master Drive, thank you very much. Uh, pretty much what we spoke to. Yeah, yeah, I mean that 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 uh, that question, Mark. Listen, I mean I I could chat to you all day. Yeah. We've got uh, calls, sure, for days here. Um, but I think what we need to do is how do people get in touch with you? Every man there that worries about his wife, myself included, when I'm not around, uh, where she where she driving? She's going on this route. Call me when you're there. She needs a skill set, and that skill set you're going to learn from Mark at WIP. So, Mark, how do we get in touch with you? So, my uh, web, my web, listen <laughs> to me. My email address is mark, M-R-K, at WIP, so it's whiskeyindiapapa.org.za. Um, I'm on social media, um, Facebook, at Woman Empowered, it's Women with an A, W-O-M-A-N, Empowered. Uh, on Twitter as well, um, also on Instagram under the same handle. Um, yeah, um, I'm sure you and I are going to do some stuff together, Darren. Absolutely. I've, I've had, uh, even after the, the call uh, last week, I've had quite a flood of emails. Um, we'd love to chat and see how maybe we can host a course together. I'd love to do. Individuals, you know, we can get some people in. Let's uh, get a hall. That's it. And but, we'll do one Mursa course. Yeah, we can and we can do that. We can do that over over a period of time. Um, you know, I don't. One of the, one of the things that I don't like to do is, although we have done quite big numbers when we, we've done stuff with schools, but it, for me, it's very much about it's about a personal journey. This this course is not uh, it's not rocket science. It's something is really really simple. Uh, you all know what the technique is, but I mean, it's it, there's there's quite a bit of thought and stuff that's gone into the the. The process of what, of what we cover. So the, the course is, is four hours and it can be structured to to yeah. suit. Uh, so we do a lot of work with corporates, a lot of work with schools. Um, we in uh, in discussions with a rather large school um, um, 
a listed schooling company that, uh, and my aim is to have this part of um, part of life orientation. Our young girls need to know what's happening to them. Great. I mean, in this course, you start off trying to break a piece of wood, and you can't. After four hours, you smash that thing in half. So that's what's going to happen, and yep. you feel exactly as the title describes, empowered. So um, I just wanted to say. Um, Mark, I, I think what you're doing is amazing and Thank I will be there um, and I know Lebo will be with me but I just think as well, as a woman <laughs> living in this country, we are literally being hunted like prey. Yes. Yeah. Um, we are not safe and it would really mean the world to us if the good men, because there's a lot of good men, could help us not be hunted yes. basically. Um, just help us. Yeah. Our, our rape statistics are absolutely frightening. Yeah. Yeah. We have worst in the world. Worst in the world. We have the same rape statistics as if we we're at war. Yeah. A woman is raped in our country every 17 seconds. It's, yeah. it's horrific. It's horrific. Absolutely horrific. Listen, um, sorry we couldn't take all your calls, but this is uh, part of a greater discussion that we're going to have and an event and all sorts. Yeah, looking and forward to working with you guys. I think uh, uh, we look forward to working yeah. with you, Mark. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, so, Mark, thank you very much for your time. We'll put all this up on our Facebook page, Can ladies. I do a shout out, Darren? of course. <laughs> I've got, I've got my, I've got two little things. I yeah. call them my reasons. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Emma and Daniel, they at home, I think, with their ears glued to the radio because they're very excited to hear. And Dad was, I had to, uh, Dad, uh, Daniel had a soccer match this afternoon, so Dad was like, "Hurry, hurry, hurry! We need to get to the book." <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, we need to get home and switch the radio on, Dad. So, yeah, to Emma and Dad, Dad loves you. Eh? Oh, that's cool. All right, Mark, thank you very much, sir. Thank you thank for you having me, guys. Fantastic intel. As I said, concise, to the point, practical. You can apply it. And uh, just we'll keep you informed with uh, what happens from here on out. Ladies, thank you, guys. We need you to protect yourselves. Be safe. Cool. You have a choice. That's right. Don't go to the second place. Yep. Rule one. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. No, that's just rule one. But <laughs> there are five, five don'ts. That's just the, the first one. But again, that, to me, that's a huge one. That's yep. probably the biggest of the lot. Absolutely. Um, we're going to do the budget box with uh, the budget box show with budget insurance on the other side of the news. So you can get yourself in there if you just uh, hit our website and enter there at 947.co.za. I thoroughly enjoyed that discussion. Yes. A hard discussion, but a real discussion. It's the reality. We don't normally uh, tread in these parts, but I think the time is now when we need to address these and, and have a real sit down and work our way through this. So, well done. Love it. Thanks, Darren. Thanks, guys. While Twitter typos have led to a loot of press kofefi, finding out whether you're paying too much for car insurance is as easy as typing three letters SMS out to triple four nine five, and our insurance will either trump what you're currently paying for car insurance or you can tell them to give you 400 rand if they can't and if you haven't had a car claim in three years tell them to double it to 800 rand so there you go make car insurance great again 
You can't make a mistake. SMS out to triple four nine five. Assurances and authorized FSP TCs and standard rates apply. Okay, so a bit of light and shade here on the show. Um, firstly, there's been a lot of people that wanted to chat to Mark. Unfortunately, due to time constraints, we couldn't get everybody on. Um, we will podcast that conversation for you to recap it. We are going to be doing a full-on workshop with yes. this. So you can go, my wife, I'm going to make sure she's on it. And guys, make sure your wife, your girlfriend, your daughter, your mother is on it as well. And um, yeah, it's, uh, as I said, it's a hard conversation. Mm-hmm. It's a conversation where people get uncomfortable. Yeah. But it needs to happen. I also think we need to put up uh, that conversation on our Facebook page. We'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll put it all up. Just share it, yeah. Yeah. Um, just so much intel there. Yeah. So much things, you know, when you, when you just... life-saving, yeah. Absolutely. That's mm-hmm. right, yeah. The, I think the, the thing that I never even thought about before is where he said you never go to the second spot. Yeah. Because if you think you're going to save yourself from going there by agreeing... You know what I'm saying? It's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. And you wouldn't know that if you haven't been told that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, so so look, a bit of light and shade. Uh, prank time. Now, have you ever had a roll with your doctor? No. <laughs> it's one of those people that you don't roll with. You know no, what I mean? Yeah. You don't, yeah. it's like, this is like a supreme being. Yeah. I'm not putting doctors on a pedestal, but I have the <laughs> highest regard and most utmost respect for what people do in uh, the medical field. Mm. Um, so it's one of those, like you'd never have an argument with a priest. No. A doctor. Uh, when I was a kid, you'd never have an argument with a teacher. Yeah. There are certain people that you don't argue with. But this guy will. And it involves him not paying his medical bill. All right, here we go. Every day he goes there, it's like, this guy is charging me, and then I'm getting a, a call from the reception saying I owe so much, but my medical aid covered it. And Hello? Good day, I'm calling you from uh, Dr. Naidu's office. Yeah? Yeah, we're just calling about the outstanding balance here that uh, needs to be sorted out. I mean, it's like already uh, end of February, you know. Your name is, sorry? Uh, my name is Rajesh. <laughs> Rajesh. Yeah, I work in the front office. What outstanding balance? You've got 2,100 outstanding. No, 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 I'm not making no payment. I paid everything in full. Okay, so you come to the doctor, he check you out, he make you better, but you don't want to pay. <laughs> no, the doctor made me, he didn't make me better anyway, so... It says you're treating for the... For, we, they run some tests for the diabetes. Yes. Now, you know diabetes can't be cured, right? Yes. The doctor's not going to cure you for diabetes, but he's certainly going to make you a bit more comfortable, eh? Where are you calling me from, sorry? Look, let me explain to you. I'm calling you from Dr. Naidu's office. I'm Rajesh. I'm doing the books here. All right. I think the Dr. Naidu and whoever works there are all monkeys. I don't like no. the fact that you call my doctor a monkey, eh? This is a professional doctor here. You were a professional doctor, but you talk like a asshole. <laughs> you diabetics all the bloody same, eh? You know, right now we're going to charge you for theft of insulin, eh? Why don't you just go to the BP and buy yourself one mineral coke? Hey, your mother! What? <laughs> You can't hear your deaf. I sit here all day calling people like you, man. I just sit there all day and hold your deaf. What are you, Rajesh? What do you mean? I'm an Indian. What do you mean? What? The, the, I can hear that you're not Indian. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. My name is actually Kevin. 
but a doctor wants me to pretend I'm Rajesh. Why you got to pretend? Well, that's what doctor wants. He says I must pretend to be Indian because apparently they make better bookkeepers. But I can hear that you're not Indian. <laughs> well, I'm trying. So, do you want me to be Kevin? Or for the sake of an argument, you want me to go back to being Rajesh? Uh, speak to me in Indian. Carry on. Ask me what you want to ask. Okay, I want to ask you now. Right, there are two thousand one hundred rands. Hello. Hello, it's it's Kevin. Yeah, Rajesh. Okay. Uh, okay. How are we gonna work this out? Uh, how are we gonna work this out? Kick up your ass, then you come right. Hello. Yes. <laughs> shut your mouth, you. Hello. Then you shut your mouth and speak to your mother. Wow. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Yeah, why don't you pull the rap sheet out? Then? I'm pulling it out, man. Your mother. What? That's correct. And your mother's gay. <laughs> you just spit at me, bro. You spit. Oh, nice. I hope you spit in your queen or something. Yeah, spit, spit your mother. <laughs> hey, your mother's. Hey. Yeah, you carry on spitting on yourself, you stupid. <laughs> Time I'm walking, please. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I got it on your eyeball there, bro. Yeah. <laughs> That's not right. Where the f*** are you from, mother? You know your friend, Lee? Yeah. Lee Royappen. Yes. He told me to call you. You know who's calling? Oh. <laughs> it's Wackhead Simpson, bro. No, it cannot be. <laughs> yes, it can be. Have you ever heard two ox spitting at each other on the telephone? No. <laughs> and for so long also. <laughs> wow. It's ridiculous. Um again we forgot that word. Oh yeah. The, that that word. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ding dong. Look at that. Look at that. There's a fly on the wall there. <gasps> <laughs> oh gosh it's the express drive all over Gauteng JT now good evening everybody we have got the vinyl classics coming up today as well yeah. and uh, we have got the contest the budget box show with budget insurance next but uh, here's some of your whatsapps if I tell you we've received a thousand people just spitting on the whatsapp telephone <laughs> that's probably an understatement alright Guys, that was so hilarious. I can actually see people laughing around me, stuck in traffic. That spitting fart is the weirdest thing I've ever heard. My name is... Oh, my God! Oh, my gosh, it's so funny. Karen, the mother word is a swearing word. It means the P word. Hmm. What, pencil? 
Darren, <laughs> potato. Oh, gosh, Don. Got it. Silly, man. You uh, potato. Um, <laughs> hey, fool. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> okay, we're going to take a break and we'll come back. Somebody's going to win loads of money. It's the Budget Box Show with Budget Insurance. Only on 947. Budget Insurance is an authorized FSP. Budget insurance understands that life is getting more expensive by the day and that keeping up with daily necessities, it's often difficult, but there are certain cutbacks that just can't be made. That is why budget insurance strives to offer affordable insurance with an array of benefits included in every policy. To switch to budget insurance, SMS budget to 39425. Budget insurance, affordable because you can't afford not to. Budget insurance is an authorized FSP. Sheila, hello, good evening. Hi, Darren. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. And you, Sheila? I'm great, thank you. All right. Now, Sheila, the word affordable. Ten letters. Yeah. It's uh-huh. just, just ten. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, <laughs> ten. That's right. Sorry, Pantown Education. Uh, <laughs> uh, a top 100 high school in the country. Just putting it out there. Yeah, Maybe yeah. They need to be downgraded. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> We've been through this. Were any of your guys' high schools in the top 100 high schools in South Africa? No. Mine was in the top 100 in Edenville. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> right. Right, guys, let's move on. What uh, school did you go to, Sheila? I went to St. Thomas Aquinas in Woodbank, Malanga, in Arundel and Harare, Zimbabwe. Was it a top 100 school, the South African one? The South African no, but the Zimbabwean yes. Oh, I know Zimbabwe has fantastic schools, eh? Yeah. Yeah, we do. Okay, now cool. we're going to check your spelling. <laughs> okay. All right. So how this works? Every letter I've got a separate box, and there could be a cash amount under that. You might get another go. You might not. So pick a letter in the um, word affordable. Okay. Can I have the D, please? You want the D. The D. <laughs> no, not like that. It's always, I, I'm sorry, I'm childish. I can't help but giggle. I, look, I mean, I am married, okay. Sheila. Sheila, I'm married. Okay. Um, what a very kind proposition. Um, would you like to choose another, <laughs> another letter? Because I can't, I can't give you the D. I can't give you the D. Oh, okay. Um, let's go then with L. With L. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's open that box. <laughs> You've got 1,000 Rand. Yay. Okay. And it says you can choose another box. So choose another oh, box. Um, F. The second F. The second F. All right. Let's open the second F. 5,000 Rand. Wow. Wow. So that means okay. you have a, a total of 6,000 Rand. And it says that you may not choose another box. That's the slip oh, at the okay. bottom of the box. That's All right. Fine. So six grand. Great night hey, out, thank eh? Thank you so much. Awesome, thank Sheila. You. Bye. Cheers. Are you married? No, I'm not. Boyfriend? Yes. Go ask him for the D. All right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Thank you so much. <laughs> Cheers, Sheila. Bye. Bye. 6,000 bucks this evening in the Budget Box Show with Budget Insurance. We'll do it again tomorrow night. The Vinyl Classics coming up. Have I got a classic for you? You've probably never heard it before. I must tell you, I did a gig at uh, the Saxon today. Uh, oh, the hotel, in, in, the in Saxon hotel. World, yeah. Dostain's original residence. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's a beautiful hotel now, you know. And there were four security guards outside. And uh, when I was leaving, I said, hey, guys, where's this Shabin? And they just all started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where's the Gupta complex? Yeah. <laughs> and I just keep going straight and then left. There it is. So, becoming infamous. Well, infamous already. Okay, guys, I have got um, vinyl classics today. And uh, my wife was actually singing this song today. And I was like, oh, that's got to be a vinyl classic today. I don't know if it was a silent uh, message, if it was a subtle message to me or what. But I do know I have dedicated the song to Vin Diesel, Once Upon a Time. I hope you remember it. I don't know if you will. Come go and meet that boy And I'll be there for you Yes, yes he is. Hey, How good is this? I love this song <laughs> Let's blow the woofers guys It's Fat Boy All the Fat Boy team X amount of respect <laughs> Now here it is My wife was singing this to me today Right, you can vote for that. Come on, that's a fun song. That's got to make it tonight on the Vinyl Classic. Yeah. You know that song, I April? do, I love that song. Jake, you've never heard that song? Never heard that song in my life. Oh my gosh, you're in for a treat to hear that whole thing if it wins out. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. Brad, you know that song, Brad? Uh, I have heard it before, yeah, and it, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's special. <laughs> <laughs> it was massive in Durban when I was growing up, that song. Oh, that's why. No, it was a big club hit back in the 90s. Yeah, I remember that. No, it was yeah. massive. Okay, um, going up against a serious tune. This was also number one all around the world. Remember Olive? Oh, this is also good. You can vote on the WhatsApp telephone. Do it now, 079-903-5417. You want this from Olive? You're not alone. Uh, two good songs in the yeah. vinyl classics today. You're not alone from Olive. Vote for that. Or Maximilian and Fat Boy. Yeah. <laughs> I can't look at Vin now. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Phil. And Thank you. you know what was funny? It was full because I didn't want any of you guys to give the game away uh, before I played the songs. Mm. And I said, 
Vin said, oh, you dedicated the song to me once upon a time. Phil had never, didn't hear what we were going to play. No. And Phil's like, oh, that's so sweet. You guys are dedicating <laughs> songs to each other. And I'm like, yeah, Phil, just wait till you hear this song. <laughs> <laughs> Office shooter, he's coming for you, bro. No, no. And he's going to play that song. Huh? What do you think of that? What do you think of Hold on. I'm just reloading. <laughs> <laughs> All right, vote for whatever you want. The winner after the break. This is the Express Drive. Final Classic. All right, who's going to win? Olive, you're not alone, or Fat Boy from Maximilian? Get the second one. I don't want to hear it. Play number one, Masquerades. Hello? Please, Darren, number one, number one. Darren, your wife has better taste in music than you. You're not alone. Please, my boy. Shut my boy. Darren, fat boy, please. Don't play this dead music, please. Oh, please play Olive. I know these songs, but fat boy sounds so much better than this. So play fat boy. Olive, you're not alone. And did you get that, Jakes? It's 4-3 to Maximilian. No. <sighs> yes. Come on, turn this up. Oh, wow. Now here it is, say fat boy. All the fat boy team, excellent of respect. How good was that? That was fantastic. Hey. hey. Hey, fat boy. No, no, Vin, don't do anything. I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> no, I said, hey, fat boy. He's like, huh? I'm like, I'm not, no. I'm talking about the song, Vin. Come on, Vin. Swing back, bro. <laughs> no, it's fine. Oh, no, he's, no, he's playing the martyr. Yeah. No, it's okay. It's okay. My uh, feelings, I have no feelings uh, anymore after doing this for Are years. you numb? I'm numb. I'm totally numb. But that you need to go on bad. the whip course with Mark Robler. Oh, wow. That's Women I can learn empowered. to punch you in the throat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. It starts, yes. It starts. So there we go. He's fighting back. That's what I like. As I said, Vin, you are almost prison ready. One day you will understand why I do the things that I do to you, Vin, oh, because you. you will not survive in prison. So I'm getting you prison ready. I think I'd, I think I'd handle myself in prison. No, you wouldn't. Then you wouldn't, bro. I, I don't know. I think I'd handle it. They've got that TV show on at the moment on TV, on DSTV where they put normal people in oh, prison. 60 days in. Yeah, 60 Love days in. And they show. stay 60 days in, in, a, in a prison. And you watch that and you think, oh, I can do this. Yeah, I think it would be cool. No, rubbish. Okay, Darren and Brad, neither would you guys be able to survive in prison. You of talk like not. you've been to prison. Shh. I've been to prison once. <laughs> yeah, not to go to a talk. I mean, like, to actually go and, like, because you're in trouble. Who do you think I was speaking to at prison? I wasn't talking. I was locked up once. What for? Why were you in prison? <sighs> do you not want to talk about it? No, because it doesn't set a, any a good example for the children. Okay. Yeah, because you've done that so often. we prison ready. C-Max. Hit him again, Vin is ready for C-Max. He's just graduated from Liu Kup. The lady jail. Now you're ready for C-Max. 
keep going. I want to see where this goes. I'm getting scared. <laughs> Just move back from the desk. When I start getting scared, Vin has graduated. <laughs> okay, where were we? I forgot what I was talking about. You were saying you're not scared of Vin. <laughs> All right, listen, coming up uh, next hour. Um, no, no, this hour, your chance to win 2,000 Rand, a Cape Union Mart voucher, and the chance to compete in an adventure filled challenge with your dad at a Cape Union Mart store that's going down Thursday. You just need to identify this iconic dad. If you only knew the power of the dark side, Obi Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough. He told me you killed him. No, I am your father. Is that Mufasa? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. He did the it voice is. for both, eh? Yeah, it is, yeah. yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Shame. He's James. talking to Simba. I am your father. And he so. did that iconic. This is CNN. That's right, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so who is that iconic dad? You can have his real name or his character name. SMS the answer with your name and your ID number to 32946. Go now. Get ready and gear up for an adventurous Father's Day with 947 and Keep Union Mart. Happy Father's Day. Your dad, our gear for the widest range of outdoor gear and apparel. Find the perfect gift for any man, especially dad at Cape Union Mart, home of the Father's Day gift. It's this Sunday, peeps. Mm -hmm. You didn't know, for sheep's wool slippers, gadgets, headlamps, leatherman, multi-tools, old khaki shirts and more, get to Cape Union Mart before June 18. Cape Union Mart, explore. Zander. Hello. How are you, Papa? Good morning, yourself. Lekker, can you tell me, where are you? I'm Wow. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. That's now okay. Okay. Who light come here by the ice? Whipple Excuse? Um, half past six. Okay. All right. Well, listen, you could be going there with uh, 2,000 Rand in Cape Union Mod vouchers. What is the answer to that audio clip I played? Uh, definitely Darth Vader. That is correct, my man. You got 2,000 Rand Cape Union Mart voucher plus the hey, chance. Like a... Yes, and the chance <laughs> to compete in the adventure challenge with Dad on Thursday. This Thursday. Oh, yeah, that's very cool. <laughs> Lekker at the Cape Union Mart Eastgate Adventure Center. I'll say awesome. Thanks, guys. Lekker's under. Take care, buddy. I'll say. Appreciate it. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. That easy, eh? It is 6 o'clock. Let's just deal with this WhatsApp that's coming here. I think if Darren goes to prison, uh, he's not going to survive it. He's not hardcore enough. They'll give him the D. Hey. <laughs> Yo. Just yeah. like that, hey? <laughs> hmm. 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 I still reckon I have a better chance in prison than Vin. Jake's. No, Vin could endear himself to people. Hmm. Jakes, I also, I don't think you've got any chance in prison, bro. What? You reckon? Yeah, you're pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Darren. <laughs> What's your thing you say? You got a pretty mouth. <laughs> oh, you got man. a pretty mouth, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> how about you happen to sell me? <laughs> <laughs> oh.
<laughs> if I went to jail with you, Jacob, you'd be my bitch, bro. <laughs> Wow, Brad. Are you, you going to take Jacob that. out? Uh, no, you'd okay. be all mine. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, princess. <laughs> <laughs> what a topic. <laughs> Who would survive prison? <laughs> all I can say is, Oaks, don't commit any crimes because mm. I don't think any of us are uh, by design. Prison ready. No. no, 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 bro. My diabetes, I'd be down. I'd be down in a week, bro. Yeah, but you'd you'd go to a medical prison though, go like to like a special prison. Yes, like where Oscar went because you because your diabetes. Yeah, but Oscar was in jail with what's his name, Kretcher, wasn't he? Yeah, but you could play soccer with Kretcher. I mean, yeah, but I, I'm not on that. Badass level. <laughs> I'm not playing with anyone. <laughs> okay. Alrighty. Let's uh, whip another tune on you. Quarter after six. I tell you, this is probably the greatest feature that WhatsApp are about to release. Have you seen? Have you seen? I have. Oh my gosh, because mm-hmm. WhatsApp did uh, the videos and, and all that stuff and all groundbreaking stuff, but I don't think they've done anything this groundbreaking. The ability to recall a message. How often have you been talking about somebody? You know, like you sending a, a message to Jacob, Felicity. Yeah. And you're going, yeah, you know that Darren, that that bastard, that, you know, I just can't stand. It. You know what he said to me today? And blah, 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 blah. And then you sent that message to Darren. Yes. Me. And um, because you're thinking... My name, and that's where you find my name yeah. on your phone. You know those little slip-ups? Yeah, and yeah. that first arrow happens and you're going, please don't, second arrow, please don't go blue stripe, please don't mm-hmm. do this, please don't do this. Well, now, in the next update, they say it's days away. WhatsApp, you can recall a message. So, how it's going to work, it's going to give you a five-minute window. Now, the problem is if you send me a message, Phil, mm. and... I open it, then I've read it. Then it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. But if you send me a message and I haven't opened it, you can recall it and it deletes it off my phone. Oh, that's amazing. Hmm? How many lives will this save? <laughs> How many relationships and friendships and working relationships? Millions. When Millions. you are sending a picture that you shouldn't be sending and you send it to the wrong person, yeah. Yeah. then you can take that picture away. This, yeah. I mean, we once ran a topic where the lady sent a nudie of herself, not to her husband, but to her dad. Oh. Mm. Or like, remember that auntie you sent that uh, photo to the group? Yes, the hockey group. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, true, true. So you'll have five minutes to recall that message. Just just, just give it a little... Thank you, WhatsApp. A round of applause. To WhatsApp for that. Felicity, question. Yes. What was the last show that you binge watched? Okay, you're going to not know what I'm talking about, but I've got Netflix at home. Yes. So I finished watching season two of Shadow Hunters, which is a supernatural show on there. Is and it vampires? It is vampires. Uh, and then I also did Shannara Chronicles. Did you not get enough with Twilight? I thought that phase was Twilight come and gone. No, it, these two actually, I've got two like teenage girls. Oh, is this a team well. thing? Yeah, so Shannara Chronicles, and the, all this weekend, eh? Shannara Chronicles, as well as Shadowhunters. <laughs> mm. Yeah. 
Okay. How many down. episodes? How long was there? 13 episodes for both of them. 13 actually. episodes? Yeah. One clap. One clap, whole weekend. Oh. I did, uh, the best I ever did was six episodes of Suits. That was six hours. Oh, Straight. Done. Jake's you last binge watch? Uh, that would be Saturday, Sunday afternoon. Uh, we did 13 Reasons Why, myself and uh, my girlfriend. The whole thing? No, no, no. We did five, four episodes. Four hours? Back to back, yeah. Because now they're saying it's very bad for you. But it's so nice. It's the best. <laughs> why, why is it bad for you? Binge watching, they say, guess what? Having your eyes fixated on a screen for that amount of time... As you lay on your bed, shoving cheese curls down your fat gullet. <laughs> <laughs> and microwave popcorn. Don't look at me when you say that. <laughs> what was the last show that you... 13 Reasons Why. How many episodes? Four episodes at a time. Okay. So while you were lying on your bed, shoving cheese curls down your fat gullet, <laughs> you were doing yourself more harm than anything else. This... Sedentary lifestyle is unhealthy. Yeah, but surely if it's not all the time, then it's fine. It's not like you're, you're spending weeks on end mm. in bed, just what it's, you know, it's in mm. spurts, and then you get up and you live your normal life. Well, what it can uh, do, it can increase, well, like, it can give you diabetes. So, Brad. So I can carry on. Yeah, double diabetes. Yes, you got nothing to worry about, Brad. <laughs> Diabetes Tom's too. Just sit there with your insulin. <laughs> Carry on with the cheese curls. Can I still chow the cheese curls? I don't know. Is there sugar in cheese curls? Well, it's carbs, so yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I don't sugar know. Sugar in everything, bro. Is it? Yeah, Brad really can't eat anything. There's yeah. even okay, sugar. There's even sugar in Felicity's kisses. Ah. <laughs> That's so sweet. Thank you. Yeah, you should but put if that you in get, your it's, Tinder it's profile. That, it's that sugar that if you have too much of, you get diarrhea. <laughs> Brad, <laughs> my kisses are nothing like that. Full. Put that on your Tinder profile. What, that my kisses can give you diarrhea? <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you want, you know, some guy might like that. I'm like a weight loss solution. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Constipation. <laughs> yeah. Did you see this new weight loss fad that ladies are going into? Well, let me just first finish this. Diabetes, heart disease. You can get that from mm -hmm. binge watching. Just purely just from the sedentary lifestyle. This new weight loss thing. So what has there been? There's been South Beach died. Atkins died. Cobb died. Lettuce died. Pumpkin died. Yeah, soup died. Soup died, meat died, this died, that died. You know, it's the latest fad and it is so dangerous. No. It's called the sedative diet. Uh-huh. So what ladies are doing in order to lose weight, when they get that hunger urge, they pop a sleeping tablet and they sleep through it. Oh, wow. Google it. It's all, it's all over the web. So it's like a sleep anorexia. Total. Yeah. That's it. Because you wake up and you're thinner. No, well, you're not eating. Yeah. You're sleeping through your hunger. Yeah. Surely that's bad for your stomach. Eh? 
Surely that's bad for everything. Yeah, it's bad, yeah. yeah. But putting those pills in an empty stomach. Sure. Yeah, mm. absolutely. So uh, don't do that, ladies. Hmm? I don't know. I don't know where. Where does it stop? Where, 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 what are you? What are you gonna do next? Ah, I can't lose weight. I'm just gonna cut a leg off. No man. I'll lose. I'll lose. <laughs> uh, I don't know how much does a leg weigh. Well, it depends whose leg it is. <laughs> depends. Yeah, if it's Vin's or Jacob's. if it's my leg. I'm 80 kilograms. How much would my leg weigh? Probably four kilos, maybe. You got quite skinny legs, so maybe two kilos. No, but there's a big heavy bone in there, like yeah, in your thigh okay. bone, so at least three kilos. Three, three, four kilos yeah. about that. Yeah. No, but are we talking from the Easy. hip down? Are we talking from knee down? Are we talking full leg? Or We'd have to do leg? from the hip down. We'd have to do like yeah. full, like a barbie leg. Do we need to be socket. that specific? Yeah. Well, if you say leg, you've got to take the whole leg or half Take the whole leg. leg. Say, it all depends on how much you want to lose. From the top joint? Yeah. yeah. From the hip joint. Unplug no, the hip joint. Mm. This isn't ridiculous at all. No, it isn't. Why? Wow. These are options. <laughs> if you thought taking sleeping tablets as a diet to sleep yeah. through your hunger, yeah, if you yeah. thought that was ridiculous, yeah. that's my point. When will it stop? Where does it stop? Mm. Because after this, there'll be something else that's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. I mean, people swallowed tapeworms not so very long ago. I know. The tapeworm diet. Yeah. Yes. Yum. They swallow a tapeworm and the tapeworm... What does it do? It chows the food in your stomach. Eats, yeah. Well, supposedly, yeah. So it you, eats your fat, or what does it do? Well, supposedly it would it would eat the food, not you. So you would just be an incubator for this tapeworm. I don't know how, because <laughs> yeah. tapeworms also give you an itchy bum. So you'd be very skinny <laughs> with an itchy bum. It's really not attractive. <laughs> you pretty much it pretty much ends up eating everything that's in your stomach, and then your body tries to fight against it, which then causes you not to be hungry apparently, and then you eventually poop the worm out. Yeah, because they come out of your bum. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a good idea. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> this doesn't sound like there's any harm in doing this. Where do I find the, one of the, these tapeworms? The tapeworm. I don't know. Get it from your dog. If your dog is rubbing his bum on the carpet, Brad. Yeah, French him. He's got it. <laughs> <laughs> that is it, guys. Uh, Tuesday. Fascinating show today. There's lots on our Facebook page. Uh, is it up? The audio? Yes? No? Maybe? I don't know. I don't think the uh, audio is up yet, but the details for Whip is definitely up there. Okay, we'll get the audio up uh, as soon as we can. Have a listen, ladies. It's just for you. Um, and more details to come about defending yourself in the extreme situations that you hopefully never have to experience. But it's the world we live in and it's a reality. So, uh, fascinating stuff from Mark Robler from Whip today. Guys, we're back tomorrow. For a Wednesday, yeah. and it's a short week this week. Yeah. I yeah. like a public holiday, Friday, Father's Day, Sunday. Hey, hey. <laughs> done. We'll catch you tomorrow from four. Driving the city home, four to seven p.m. Monday to Friday. The nine four seven Express Drive.